is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Welcome to the show. This is your Weekly Dose of Wellness. I'm Deborah Howell, and today our guest is Dr. John P. Kelly. Dr. Kelly is an orthopedic surgeon at the Memorial Care Joint Replacement Center at Orange Coast Medical Center, and he's here to talk about common sports-related injuries, how they can occur and how to prevent them from happening, and how arthroscopic surgery plays a role in both the diagnosis and treatment of sports-related joint injuries. Good morning and welcome, Dr. Kelly. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Let's dive right in. What kind of and types of sports injuries do you most commonly treat? The most common types of sport injuries that I see uh, involve the shoulder and the knee. Mm-hmm. In the shoulder, most frequently I see rotator cuff tendon tears, which is a type of uh, tear of the sh- shoulder tendon that uh, allows uh, full motion. And in the knee, I see cartilage tears like meniscal tears. Right. Uh, I'm, you're looking at one. I, they removed my medial meniscal on, meniscus on the left side about 15 years ago, and I'm still doing pretty good without it. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, now, although an athlete playing a competitive sport may experience an injury from overuse of a certain joint, are people who exercise regularly for their health at high risk for athletic injury as well? Well, there's always risks when starting an exercise program or participating with a sport. However, the benefits of exercise so far outweigh any small risks involved. I always encourage my patients to participate with sports and exercise regularly. Yeah, yeah. You just, I mean, you're like you said, risk versus benefit. I mean, it's sort of the catch-all for every, almost every disease is the answer is great diet, get some exercise every day. Absolutely. I, I agree completely. Now, if a patient comes to you with a sports-related injury, what are the first steps you take to diagnose the injury? So when a patient comes into the office, the first step is to listen to the patient and, uh, understand their symptoms and how the injury occurred. We then follow that with a very detailed physical exam to uh, detect any abnormalities of the joint or the muscles in the region. And then frequently patients require x-rays or even MRIs Mm -hmm. to diagnose what's going on inside the joint and to diagnose the injury. Okay. Um, Can we talk just a second about prevention? Are there some ways to prevent athletic injuries? Absolutely. That's an excellent point. Uh, when when you're starting an exercise program or beginning a sport, uh, you always want to uh, talk to your doctor first to make sure that you're clear to do that. Mm-hmm. In addition, you want to make sure you warm up and stretch before uh, any type of exercise or any type of sport. You also want to make sure that you have the correct protective gear, such as helmets or wrist guards, depending mm-hmm. on what sport you're going to be doing. Now, I've heard that it's equally important to stretch after you exercise as it is before. I agree completely. So I recommend patients to warm up and stretch beforehand and at the end of the exercise to cool down and stretch again. Okay. So they've done everything and yet, you know what? Oh, they've torn a meniscus. So (laughs) what is arthroscopic surgery? So arthroscopic surgery is a relatively newer type of procedure that is minimally invasive. Through a tiny camera, we can look into the joint and repair or trim uh, torn cartilage to take away pain and to restore full function at the joint. Mm-hmm. Most patients come in the morning. The surgery only takes about 15 to 30 minutes, and they can go home the same day, uh, put full weight on their leg, and usually get back to work within a few days. That is unless you have the meniscus removed completely. 
<laughs> Every patient is different. So some yeah. patients are a little bit slower with their healing. Some are a little bit faster with their healing. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I mean, so different from 20, 25 years ago when you were really out of it for weeks and weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So the, we've made tremendous advances in this uh, area of medicine. So I, I guess it's just to elaborate on that point. Why is arthroscopic surgery so much more beneficial to the patient than traditional surgery? Well, when you're doing traditional surgery, or we sometimes call it open surgery, you're making large incisions that have to heal. You're di- dissecting through muscles and ligaments and men- many layers of the body. Mm-hmm. That's obviously more traumatic, more painful. Uh, there's a lot more to heal. When you can do it through arthroscopic surgery, or sometimes we call it keyhole surgery or mm-hmm. minimally invasive surgery, uh, the, the uh, downtime is minimal. Patients are back to their sports quicker. Patients are back to to work quicker mm-hmm. with uh, really minimal pain and minimal disability. It's just, it's pretty awesome, really, when you get right down to it. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the types of the joint injuries that can be treated with arthroscopic surgery? So probably the most common ones we see are the meniscal injuries, uh, mm-hmm. like like you had. Uh, the other types in the knee or would be an ACL tear or an anterior cruciate ligament tear. That's uh, one of the main ligaments in the knee that frequently becomes torn in a pivoting sport such as soccer or basketball. Or squash. Or squash. Because I, I, I got a new ACL in my left knee from squash. And it's perfect. I mean, I don't know if they got it from a human or a pig or wherever they get it from, but I got to tell you, I'm right back to playing squash. Well, they're not, they're not doing any pig grafts, but they, one of the options are uh, an allograft. Mm-hmm. Uh, for ACL reconstruction. So you can either have a graft from yourself or from an allograft. Okay. Tell and everybody, if you would, what an allograft is. Allograft is a, uh, it's basically a tendon transplant. It's, it's from a cadaver. Mm-hmm. And one of the advantages of this is that you're not taking some healthy tissue from another part of your body to reconstruct uh, your own torn ligament. So recovery is faster and uh, you're not damaging another part to fix an already damaged part. Right, right. It's always always better to get the as close to the original as possible. If you can. But, and, the, and that's not right for everyone, but there's a lot of treatment options. You should discuss with your doctor what treatment option is best for you, of course. Okay. And then after the surgery, uh, is there often PT? So pay, all patients with ACL reconstructions absolutely need to have uh, physical therapy, and physical therapy is a crucial car, part of recovery from an ACL tear, uh, as well as a rotator cuff tendon tear. So patients will be seen by a physical therapist anywhere between two to three times a week uh, for six weeks or longer until they're really doing well again and ready to return to their sport. And your insurance should cover it. Yes, it is probably the hardest part about the whole surgery, but if you don't do it, what are the risks? Yeah, I mean, that's an excellent point. Sometimes I joke with my patients that it's not really a, a fair deal because I, I do my work in a half an hour and they get sometimes six yeah. weeks or more of physical <laughs> therapy. So it's not really a 50-50 uh, right. proposition. It's really 99% on the patient to really yeah. do the recovery work. And uh, the therapists are fantastic. So your your, your therapist will... will walk you through your recovery, and patients, if they participate with their physical therapy program, should do fantastic after their surgery. And if they don't, they're real, you know, the rest of their lives are going to look different than if they do. Yeah, I haven't had too much difficulty. Most patients who do the surgery are very motivated to do their physical therapy and follow through on their plan, and uh, they do they do excellent with that. 
And tell the, tell everybody why they should, because there are real complications that can occur if they don't. Well, anytime you have a surgery, there's always potential risks. I mean, there's always tiny risks of infection, uh, stiffness, things like that. But these are very are minimized uh, to the greatest extent possible. For example, we give people antibiotics during surgery to prevent risks of infection. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the physical therapy afterwards and mobilizing as soon as possible really just decreases your risk of stiffness or complications such as blood clots or anything right. like that. So, yeah, participating in your physical therapy program is really essential and, and not really optional. So, Because once uh, that window is gone, you really can't get it back, and you'll have that stiffness for the rest right. of your life. And we and we, we, we schedule our physical therapy visits you know, at the time, same time as surgery that uh, patients know that it's part of the recovery process. Right. Okay, I have one last question for you, Dr. Sure. Kelly. What advice can you give to someone who thinks they might have a sports-related injury? So uh, the initial treatment, uh, you, you probably want to try try to uh, treat it conservatively. So if you just twist your knee or twist your shoulder, try some rest, try some ice, elevation, uh, some anti-inflammatory medicines such as Advil or Motrin, and give that a couple days. Mm-hmm. If the symptoms are then getting worse or you're having difficulty sleeping, or you're having pain or weakness, those are some of the red flags you need to call your orthopedist and come in and be evaluated. You might need an MRI, a physical exam, maybe even an x-ray to make sure you haven't damaged something. And don't really try to self-medicate. A lot of people think, oh, I'll just hop in the hot tub, when when really maybe ice would be more appropriate. So really, go to the the doctor and have him check it out (laughs) or her. Absolutely. See your your local orthopedist and he'll, he'll check you out. Okay. Thank you so, so much, Dr. Kelly, for coming on the show today. For more info or to listen to a podcast of this show, please visit memorialcare.org slash podcasts. That's memorialcare.org slash podcasts. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.